1: Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.
0: Happy Monday, everyone. Oh, my God. I didn't record a podcast last week, so this feels really like... I don't know. I feel uneasy no not uneasy I just feel a little bit out of it even though we had one week off um I was in Amsterdam last week and just kind of chose to take that weekend as a little bit of a break um and just enjoy my little holiday but it's a new week and I really took on board everything that you guys said in terms of feedback from recent episodes and you guys seem to really be loving diving deep into the sort of more relatable, personal issues that I feel like a lot of people may suffer in silence with. And it's always just good to talk about and good to normalize. So we're sticking with the theme of that this week. We are, I promise, going to talk about more like positive things on this podcast. So also, again, shout me on the Rated R podcast Instagram, um, you know, podcast ideas that you want me to talk about, or maybe even guests. Let's, you know, pick up the spirits. I know, like, in a, uh, I think, was it my most recent episode? I can't remember. This is what I mean about feeling a little bit out of touch. i um, just talking about seasonal depression and stuff. It can be like a low time of year, but for so many reasons, this is the best time of year. So I don't always want to dwell on maybe the negative relatable stuff. I do want to talk about positive things and have some fun guests on. So yeah, send me a DM on the Rated R podcast um, for ideas for that. But today is Sunday when I'm recording this. I've just got home. I've just been out for a roast with my friends. Oh my God, it was so good, we went to the Jane Eyre in Ancoats, which I've never been before, and a few years ago, me and my friend Jack made sort of like a a real effort to go out and try as many places in Manchester for a roast, because we love a roast, and he's a vegetarian, so he's quite specific when it comes to a roast, and we're kind of like revisiting that idea and trying new places. I feel like on TikTok, I'm always seeing all of these new places opening up in Manchester. Food places, drinks places and amazing places for a roast, which is how I found this place. And yeah, we went to the Jane Eyre and I'm going to rate it a solid, I'm going to say like an 8 out of 10. Like it was so good. The only thing that maybe was a bit on the downside is that um, it was like busy but really quiet. So if you like it being really quiet, then it's all good. But you know, when you can just tell that you're not even being loud, but you are just the loudest table in there. I don't know. I felt like everyone was listening to our conversation. So a little bit more like vibes uh, would have been nice. And it's quite like a small venue, which again, was really nice. But I don't know. I think it would have been better if it was a little bit more like sociable, if you know what I mean. But the food was 10 out of 10. It was kind of like a random roast, like there was spam on my plate. I feel like that was their way of saving money of like a pigs in blanket type vibe. I'm not even sure if I know what spam is. It tasted good though. So overall, it was a win. But yeah, I've just got back from a roast. had a glass of red wine with with lunch. And I got home and I was like, why do I feel hungover already? Like, I don't really know what that's about. Is that like a little bit concerning? And just shows that I'm getting older, which is totally on topic for today's episode. But the main thing about it being Sunday, today, okay, is that today is the I'm a Celeb final. And by, when I'm recording this, it is 5.55pm, so I don't know who's won yet. And by the time that this goes up, we'll know the winner. And I swear to God, sorry, I won't say that. I swear, I just, I swear, okay, that, (laughs) but it's going to be the case, isn't it? Matt Hancock is going to win. I feel like gen z are just voting for him for like shits and gigs which is all fun and games but like the bigger picture is that's just so like messed up and bizarre like how's a politician that just ruined so many people's lives and just goes against what i feel like most people think is wrong like you know school dinners shouldn't should be being free for kids the whole lockdown situation etc etc like He is just everything that I don't think we should be standing for. So, like, what sort of message is it going to send out if he wins? And I feel like I'm going to eat my sock if he wins. Although I say that. And I feel like he's going to. I really want Owen to win. I love Owen. Like, I see him on the screen. And I just think, what a lovely boy. Like, just so nice. I feel like I'm going to shoot my shot and wait, like, maybe, like, a week till he's been out of the jungle and maybe like slide in his DMs, like just so I know that he's, he's defo got his phone back. He's in charge of his DMs. Um, Cause then maybe I just stand a better chance of him seeing my message, you know? But yeah, I, I feel like Matt Hancock's going to win. And I just imagine being Ant and Dec and just like having to read it out. I wonder what the studio is going to do. Are they going to cheer? Oh, I hope not, but they can't exactly not. Do you know what I mean? Anyway, I'm getting completely sidetracked. I put a um a question box up on my Instagram, basically sort of saying, what should we talk about on the podcast? I feel like every week I say it's like it's going in a different direction. So apologies for the roller coaster. That is the rated R podcast at the moment. But I feel like you guys are fucking with it. And just roll with me, okay? We're on this ride together. Every week I want to go in like a different direction, but um, Just going off the response that I had off the seasonal depression episode, which if you haven't listened to, I mean, I'm not going to force you to listen to an episode about seasonal depression if you can't relate to that whatsoever. But if you can, I feel like it's worth a listen. And from what you guys messaged me saying, a lot, a lot, a lot of you are in the same boat, which is always a great feeling in the sense of just knowing that you're not alone. Um, So I put a question box up sort of asking, what should we talk about next? Like something similar or, you know, just whatever you guys want to talk about if i can relate to it i'm totally down to do an episode on it and so many of you said you know being in your mid to late 20s and just not knowing what the fuck is going on and that is absolutely something that i can relate to so we're gonna jump straight into that today any questions is normal it's fun to talk about this stuff nothing I feel like mid to late 20s, especially in like this generation, is just such a fucking weird time for so many reasons. And I'm gonna kind of talk through the reasons why I think it's a weird time, but then I asked you guys to send me in, you know, what surprised you most about your mid to late 20s, good or bad, or just like your general thoughts on this age, if you can relate to it. And I I feel like I say this a lot, but like, again, with each question that I'm asking, I have never received so many responses. And I knew I would get a lot of responses because so many of you guys desperately wanted to talk about this when I said, you know, shout me some podcast suggestions. And again, this just makes me feel good in the sense of so many of the responses I can also relate to. So we're gonna, you know, break those down and chat through your responses as well. But whenever I think about this this age, I can't help but think about what my parents were doing at, at this age and just how much further ahead in life they were than me. And, uh, you know, comparison is such a killer and I feel like you can't help but compare. Like, uh, my parents have been together since they met in school and I don't know when exactly they got married. Um but I know it probably was like their mid twenties, had a house and then just had kids. Like I think sort of by this this age, I'm 26 by the way. And I feel like they were definitely, um, I, want, I wanna say, well, they definitely been together for a very long time because like I said, they'd been together since school um, by this age and we're probably thinking about, yeah, a house and then kids. And if I think about where I am right now, I have none of those things, so it's a bit like, um, okay, like time is escaping me, it feels really scary, it feels like I should be maybe more ahead in life, I don't know, and that's, I think, what scares people, is just feeling like you should be more ahead than you actually are, time is escaping, time is running out, that's a fucking scary thought, but then I look at the bigger picture, and I'm like, Rachel, that was, what, how many years ago? Over over 30 years ago, okay, so much has changed, so much is different, when our parents were our age, like, all there really was to do was, I don't know, like, get into a relationship, and stay with each other, social media didn't exist, all you kind of had was each other, and like, you know, being loyal, Okay, and like just sticking with one person was the the normal thing. Whereas I feel like in our day and age, that's not really like the normal thing. When you hear about a couple that's been together for a long time, you're like, oh my God, like, congratulations, that's almost like a miracle. You never hear about that anymore. All you hear about is like, you know, cheating and one relationship to the next. And, you know, it's a lot more unstable in our day and age again same with um like buying a house for example i'm pretty sure my parents first house was like twenty five thousand pounds which is still a lot of money but for a house that is not a lot at all that's like a deposit for a house in our time and like a pretty you know basic house at that in the current market like it's crazy how much obviously you know the property market has changed and how much just everything in life right now makes it so much more difficult to be able to purchase a house I don't actually really even think our government want us to be able to buy houses because they're making it fucking difficult like all of our money is going on just living but and just coping and surviving not you know putting it into buying a house and and stuff like that like it's when I think of it like that I think okay maybe I need to stop being so hard on myself for not being in the same position as my parents were at this age or like what other people were doing because things are just a lot more difficult now and that's not to say that back then it wasn't difficult either because I'm sure they also thought it was difficult um to to do those things but you know it's difficult for different reasons And I think society is so much more different now. The pressure that we have, I mean, I can't speak, maybe I should have spoken to my mum and dad and been like, was there pressure for you guys at this age to like be in a certain place? Because just times are just so different. I just can't envision that they had the same amount of pressure that we do right now. But like it's pressure that we've created for ourselves by comparing ourselves to our parents and just other people. And seeing how ahead different people are and thinking we should be the same and and stuff like that. And I'm really, I feel like I'm using my podcast as like a therapy session. Maybe I should talk to an actual therapist about stuff like this. But maybe we can just be each other's therapists with these kind of topics, okay? So feel free to send me in some questions and we'll chat, you know, or like responses to this podcast. But yeah, I don't know. I just feel like maybe I need to switch my mindset and see it as refreshing that there are so many people just at different stages of life at the same age. I feel like we there's always jokes about going on Facebook and seeing people the same age as us that we went to school with. With like three kids and married and like just, you know, doing so many like different things that you think that that's scary and that maybe like that's where you should be and oh my god I can't believe it that feels so weird like you know you know that kind of thing but I don't know maybe it's refreshing maybe it's it's interesting Uh, well I for one can speak on behalf of myself and say I definitely absolutely do not want kids like in my 20s at all like these are the years to be sort of doing whatever you want and it's important to note that whatever you want isn't the same as what everyone else wants, okay? Like, you might want to spend your 20s in a relationship and, you know, doing that kind of thing. And someone else's idea of their 20s is going out every weekend, drinking, partying, and, and that's also okay too. Like, everyone's got a different opinion on what they should be doing and what their idea is of fun throughout this time. And I think, yeah, I think it's important to remember that. And just because someone has two kids at the age of 24, and because your parents also had kids around that, so like that's not the path everyone's going to take. And that's not the set in stone, you know, path of life, if that makes sense. Like, no one even has to have kids, period. I've always, I think I really want to do a podcast on that because. If anyone ever asks me if I want kids, I actually don't know. I think having Stevie, my cat Stevie, if you guys didn't know, made me sort of receptive to like looking after somebody else, if that makes sense. I never really saw myself doing that. But again, if you want me to do a whole podcast on like why I don't think I want kids, then let me know because I could really like go on a rant about it. But I also think it probably has to do with the fact that I've never really been with someone for a long enough time or like just a long-term serious relationship period to think I really want to have kids with you. Like I can see a family with you. I think you'd be a great dad, etc., etc. Like, I don't know. I've never really been with someone like that. I came close once and like kind of, Loki picked out baby names if we ever were to have kids, but it was never really, like, serious. It was, like, just something that you do when you're younger. So, yeah, I, I don't know. You may never have kids. And that's also fine. I'm feeling like that's kind of where our generation's going. Because the more I think about it and just what goes on in the world at the moment and just what I would be bringing a child into, I don't want to do that. Why on earth would I want to... Bring a child into this world and just leave them in the shit storm that is like our country at the moment and just the government and the way and the direction that it's all going. Although I did say that to my mum, and she said, Rachel, did you not think that's the same when we were, you know, your age or just like having kids? Like we also had those thoughts. So again, maybe I really should have spoken to my mum and dad and said, I'm doing a podcast on middle mid to late 20s and why it's shit, but also amazing what did you think about it um but yeah i feel like it's just such a confusing time because i i want to I, I don't want to blame it all on society and like pressure and stuff but that really is where it all stems from because where else are we getting these expectations from and like comparisons from and you know where we should be it's it's from people that have gone through it and like where they were at this age And another main reason why I think it's so confusing is because I don't feel my age. I don't feel 26 at all. And that's not to say 26 is old or anything like that, but the matter of fact is I am closer to 30 than I am to 20. That's just facts, you know? So, yeah, I think why it's so confusing around this age, this sort of time in my life, is because I don't feel the age that I am. And I think social media and just technology in general plays a massive part in that. I feel like as a generation, our minds are really like still like young at heart. We have all of this social media, like TikTok and stuff like that, that just sort of, I don't know, keeps our humor alive. It's quite like, not like immature humor, but I I can't speak on behalf of everyone, but my TikTok for you page is really just like, And I know it's funny. It's cats. It's just like stupid humor that keeps me feeling young, you know, and I feel like maybe that's why it's so confusing, which then also why I kind of like jump scare myself a little bit because I have these like thoughts late at night going to bed on a Sunday evening recording this podcast, you know, thinking like, oh, fuck, Rachel, you're 26. Like, what are you doing? Like, what's going on? Where like where are you going what direction is going on like do you know what i mean it's that it's that jump between getting lost in social media and just it being that escape and forgetting like that sort of topic and realization but then having that realization and needing to like come back to the real world almost but then who says that you need to be doing anything like who put the timeline in place society did our parents did comparing ourselves to that did you know and I think a big thing that a lot of you were saying was just feeling that you've not done enough as well which again oh I hate that feeling and I hate it when people say sorry is this just going to be an episode of all the things that I hate promise I'm going to talk about happy things in a minute of things that I love but um I hate it when people say life's life's too short because life is the longest thing you will ever experience. If you think about it. Even if you're, God forbid, like to anyone that's listening, your life ended tomorrow. Your life was the longest thing you ever experienced. So I hate it when people say that life is so short, like blah, blah, Because blah, blah, it, it is factually the longest thing you will ever experience. So I really hate that phrase. And it puts so much pressure on living life to the most, like you know when people wish you a happy birthday, and they say have the best day, and I'm like thinking, fucking hell, what was if I don't want to have the best day today, yes it's my birthday, do I have to have the best day, what was if I just want to sit in bed and do nothing, is that the best day, is that really making the most of my time, like I don't know, it's all this pressure man, fuck the pressure, pressure ruins everything, but you know, pressure also creates diamonds and diamonds are amazing so maybe we should talk about the amazing things about being in your 20s nothing is going to be off limits i think besides the obvious like aesthetic reasons about why the 20s are your best in the sense of uh, to be fair i was gonna say i feel like 20s might feel like it's going to be like the best you'd ever look but I feel like some people do get better with age and that's actually what I'm kind of excited about I'm not excited about looking old for one but I don't know I feel like my prime might be like (laughs) my mid 30s I don't know I don't want to wish my life away but obviously this is like each day is like the youngest you'll ever look which I feel like I don't know what did uh, Kylie said in the most recent episode of the the Kardashians, the, the 20s, these are the times, you know, to be naked, get your titties out and just, you know, be carefree. I feel like as you get older, though, you're definitely a lot more carefree, which is another thing that I was going to say is that I feel like besides the aesthetic reasons about why obviously being younger is better. <laughs> also, I feel like as you approach your like late 20s, I want to say, because I feel like in my younger 20s, I was definitely in my head a lot more you're definitely just out of your head a lot more. And like you just, the clarity that you get of just realizing like the small stuff doesn't matter at all. Like your body, you know, you just, I don't know, you gradually just stop caring about what people think when it comes to what you look like. And, you know, I feel like when you're younger, there's this weird stigma about being embarrassed about your passions and like what you're into like the older you get you realize actually that's a very attractive quality you know being passionate about something is i think that's really attractive when someone is just really enthusiastic about something i think that's yeah a really an attractive like quality to have and for whatever reason people always like root for you to fail when you're like a little bit younger and it's not because of like anything that you said or did, as a matter of fact, it has nothing to do with you at all, and I think that's what you realize. You know, it's not your problem, it's theirs, and I feel like that's a lot, that applies to a lot of things that you then sort of realize as you're getting older that people's issues with you, and you know, not being able to please everyone, and yeah, like it's never really a you problem, it's a a them problem, and you shouldn't let it alter the way that you feel about yourself. And yeah, the older you sort of get, I think you sort of, you don't sweat the small stuff. And I think that's amazing. Um, And such a like great quality that I've realized like as I've gotten older, I just really don't care about the small stuff. Like the petty arguments that feel like such a big deal when you're like in your teens and like in school and you know, your early twenties even like none of that stuff matters as you get older, like not even a little bit, I found this Forbes article that's called 20 things I learned in my 20s and I was having a read about it and she is, I think it's a she, she is speaking from uh, a standpoint of she's in the last six months of her 20s and she's just looking back on her 20s uh, before she turns 30 and just saying 20 things that she's learned the 20 most important lessons that she learned about being in her 20s and I think they're really good in the sense of I'm not even there yet as in about to turn 30 but I feel like already I can relate to a lot of them so I feel like before we jump onto what you guys said I'm going to go through this as well because um, I feel like sometimes I'm better well I feel like sometimes I'm not the best, like getting my words out and saying how I feel or like what I mean and like the points I'm trying to make because my brain goes like 250 miles an hour. And sometimes some people just say it better than me. Okay. So I want to put you guys onto it. Like I said, this is from an article in Forbes. And number one, she said to start taking good care of yourself now, which again is such a scary but like important thing that we all need to take into consideration because I think in your 20s, you feel. Indestructible. And to a certain extent, biologically, you kind of are. I mean, you're not, but your body does a lot of self repair in your 20s, unless you fucking go balls to the wall type of vibes. um So your body doesn't even stand a chance. But yeah, in your like early 20s and stuff, when you're young, your body is sort of able to like repair itself most of the time. Okay. But as you get older, it can't it can't keep up with that sort of lifestyle so it is important to start taking good care of yourself now I've definitely started looking more into like um like vitamins and just learning not to be scared to go to the doctor I think that's so important um and really something that I want to emphasize like don't be scared to go to your doctors if there's something that you just think, you know, let me just check, because sooner you check, the sooner it can be dealt with, and I don't know why that that seems so scary for some people, and I, it's so easy to bury your head in the sand with that kind of stuff, but wouldn't you rather just know and it can be dealt with than bury your head in the sand and it's just got worse, and then, and then you can't even deal with it, you know? So, sorry, suddenly, like, scary sidetrack moment just then, but I think that's that's so important. And as you get older, I think you'd thank yourself for that later. So that's definitely something that I would want to reiterate as well. And definitely a lesson um, to start thinking about. And her second point was that you are going to feel lost. Which, again, I think that's something that we're all experiencing. Um, Because not only is, yeah, your mid to late 20s just so confusing. And yeah, you do feel lost if you're not on the same path as everyone around you. And everyone around you is just in so many different places in life of course you can feel lost you can't help it comparisons are killer but we just can't help it and it's so so annoying but it's okay just know that you're not alone in that boat of feeling lost and I think we need to change the thought of like feeling lost to just I don't know just on a different path and just see it as refreshing you know you are unique for so many reasons and your journey through life is also unique it's not going to be the same as everyone else's and that's a beautiful thing like nothing to be scared and upset about so many successful people that we might compare ourselves to didn't get their success at the very beginning stages of their life and just were successful for their whole life some people it's very recent some people it was later in their lives you know every journey is different and that is just so refreshing. So this whole feeling lost thing that a lot of us can't help but feel because we compare, we've got to switch that mindset to just, you know, it's refreshing. I'm doing something different. I'm unique. I am my own person and I'm on my own journey. There's no set in stone way to live your life. Some people... And, like, it's crazy how it can happen in this day and age. Get overnight success. And then we can't help but compare our own success to that. Whereas that that's so rare that that happens. But for a lot of people, and for majority of people, it will take years and years and years to accomplish success and your dream. And you're always wondering, like, is it worth it? Or, you know, because it's not happening instantly. I feel like... I feel like that is the most frustrating thing about, you know, being in this stage of life, in this day and age specifically, is that everything and like we have access to everything and stuff like so instantly. Things can happen so quickly. Viral moments can happen so instantly. Viral success is a thing, like, overnight success is a thing that when it doesn't happen for us, in our life we just uh, i've just said oh we we failed you know i can't, like why isn't this happening for me i'm a failure i'm feeling lost like what do i do because you know my dreams aren't happening quick enough it's crazy but just know that i feel like everyone feels that way especially in their 20s Or majority of people do anyway you're not alone and it is completely normal And I think we just need to find healthy ways to manage feeling like that. Um, And just sort of, yeah, like I said, take a step back. See the bigger picture of kind of everything that I've just said. Try and learn to see it as like refreshing that you're on your own journey. And everything happens for a reason. Things take time and what's meant to be will be, I promise, But okay, let's move on to some of the next points. Again, she said to stop caring what people think. You know, dreams require sacrifice is another one. Um, To learn to embrace failure. I think this is what I meant about, you know, a lot of successful people. It kind of happened for them later in life. She wrote, everyone fails. Steve Jobs was fired from the company he founded. JK Rowling lived on welfare for a while. Oprah was fired from a news anchor position. George Clooney has made quite a few terrible movies, and Paul McCartney has written some bad songs. Failing is what success is built on. So embrace it. Do not fear it.
1: Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your
0: laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. And the more you take risks and make hard decisions, the closer you are to success. And I feel like that is such a good point to make. And following that, don't give up. I know, like, we keep banging on about mid to late 20s. If you're not doing, if you're not like set in stone with every aspect of your life, you just think, not like, what's the point? But you're just like, ah, where am I going? What am I doing? All of these, what, what, where, who, what, like, you know, questions. But it's so important to not give up because one thing all successful people have in common is that they never, ever give up because you never know what's around the corner. Like I said, with the whole viral moments, it just takes one one step in your life to completely change the path that you're on. And you'll never get there if you just give up on whatever you're doing, you know? So whoever needs to hear this right now, whatever you're doing in life, if you're feeling lost, You're feeling a question mark about it. You're wondering whether or not it's worth it to keep going. If it's like a passion of yours, a business venture, you know, anything. This is me telling you, just because you're comparing yourself to other people, you're not where you thought you would be as a result of like, you know, that comparison. uh, And, you know, you're just feeling lost about it. Don't give up okay? Keep going. Another point she makes is don't compare yourself to others. Exactly. Someone else's success doesn't determine your failure, okay? So don't compare yourself. Don't give up. And another thing that she says is don't make excuses. Apologize. And I have sort of really come to agree with that. I think when you're in your early 20s, especially when it comes to friendships and and stuff like that. Like, I just, I hate arguments. Don't you just hate it waking up knowing that you're in, like, an argument with your friends or your family, and it's just, you don't know how long it's going to go on for, and, like, yes, you may have done something wrong, or, like, they've done something wrong, or just something. I just, I hate that feeling of being in an argument or just a bad place with someone. And life is just so much easier... If you can just take accountability for any part you've played in whatever the situation is, apologize and just hope that you can move on. And if, and if they're the ones that don't want to let go of it, I think as I've gotten older, I've realized sometimes a friendship isn't worth it. If you've apologized, done what you can, and that's still not good enough, it, it's not worth wasting energy on at all. Uh, her point was that immature people do not take responsibility for their actions, which I completely agree with professionals take responsibility for their mistakes do not make excuses and just move on nobody wants to hear excuses which again I completely agree with people just want to know that it won't happen again and I feel like that again is is a is a great point um I feel like when it that that is what we all want to know like I can't tell you how many times I've been in situations where you know people are you're in an argument with your friends or something and all you can hear are the sort of like excuses and no accountability. And I've ended like a good few friendships in my life because the person that I've been going back and forth with constantly, the common denominator is, is that they can't take accountability of like their part in it. And I just felt like I was having to be the bigger person all the time. I was apologizing. I was having to sweep their behavior under the rug. And sometimes, and eventually, the rug is gonna get full and something's gonna burst because, you know, we're both not playing our parts. Well, one of us is, the other person isn't, playing their part in taking accountability for what they've done. And sometimes in life, I don't wanna be the bigger person. Like I just want like my friend to apologize to me if they've done something wrong and to move on. And yeah, I think the older you get, the more you realize if, if your friends, supposed friends, can't do that I think that's a fundamental factor of like a healthy relationship and a friendship and acknowledging that a friend can't do that it's just so much easier to like let it go constantly arguing with friends like in your early 20s if if that's something that you're going through it's just not worth it and the older you get the more that you realize it is absolutely not worth it and a lot of you guys mentioned about friendship things um in what you realized about your 20s And I feel like I'm gonna go through a few more of these points and then we're gonna jump into what you guys have said because I feel like some of them might fall under these umbrellas. Actually, do you know what, we're gonna do it now because I'm reading the points that this woman has made and um, I already know that a lot of you guys have sent in similar points. So yeah, I asked you guys to tell me things that surprised you about your mid to late 20s, good or bad, just how you're feeling about it. Um, So let's hear what you guys have to say. I feel like this is gonna be the part of the episode where I'm gonna read out all of these points and thoughts and opinions. And if you're driving along or like wherever you're listening to this, like on the train or something like that, you're just gonna be nodding along or maybe shaking your head, but maybe like relating. Cause again, I've gone through some of these and I'm just like, yep, yep, yep. That's me, which also again, I've said this a few times already, but makes you feel a bit better, okay? It's always good to know that people aren't, you know, wait, people aren't, people are going through the same thing and you aren't alone in this, okay? And I've had so many people send in things, so I feel like this is definitely something that we need to be, like, in a big group chat about and just discuss and just share our worries and you know, concerns, but I'm hoping there's going to be some good things in here as well, (laughs) because obviously there are some good things about being in your mid to late 20s, which is what I asked. I said good or bad, but I feel like it's obviously easier to just share the bad things and, but then just sort of take the weight off your shoulder of just knowing that you're not alone in this. Okay, so somebody said how lonely you feel and when all of your friends are in relationships. And again, I was talking about this earlier with my friends, I can totally relate, obviously, to that. And I was just talking about how, I don't know, I'm just sort of noticing like a bit at the moment, which I think maybe is why subconsciously I wanted to do an episode on this. It's obviously like when all of your friends are like in relationships, and you know, maybe you're making plans with your friends and stuff. I don't think the people that are in the relationships take into consideration that when they cancel on a plan or just like flake on a plan or something, how just like shit it feels to the person that's not in the relationship. Because not that that's all that people like us like are looking forward to, but obviously we enjoy those moments. A lot of the time we are on our own. So going out with our friends is something that we really look forward to. So when the people in relationships council, I don't think they realize just like how much that just makes us feel like shit in the sense of they don't care because they've got their partner, you know, they've got their boyfriend or their girlfriend. So if they cancel on this planet, it's no biggie. But I feel like it kind of is for the people that, I mean, you shouldn't just, you shouldn't do that period for one. But yeah, I don't know. Like, I just, I completely agree. And it just makes you feel like extra lonely because you're just like, great, well, I'll just stay at home and do nothing then, shall I? While, you know, you're just, you can't be bothered to make that plan, but it's okay for you because you're just at home with your boyfriend. You know, like I just, yeah. I think that that's like one of the shit things about having so many friends that are in relationships. But again, that's why I think it's important to also have like a lot of different friendship groups. Like you have your time with those people, but then you also need to make sure that you have, single friends around you, which I'm definitely trying to make sure that I do more of and find more of and like put more time into those friendships because they're going to be really important in just making sure that my mental health is like, okay, and I'm going out and I'm being social and um not just sat at home doing nothing, which I like, but like in my own time and like on my own terms. So I completely agree. And I guess my advice to that not that any of this is like asking for advice, but it's definitely just gonna be, um, we've gotta make sure that we've got different friends that are on the same sort of path and chapter of our lives. Because there's no point like, I don't know, wasting a chapter of our life because everyone around us is on a different chapter. You know, I hope that makes sense. This one made me laugh. Okay, and if anyone is listening that's in their young 20s, um. I hope you appreciate, you know, how much your hangovers may not affect you so much. Somebody said, I'm 29 and I can't believe how much staying up and going out till late affects me for a whole week. Oh my God, it's a thing, isn't it? A thing, and like, I think that's when I knew. Like, you always make that comment being like, oh my God, I feel shit, I must be getting old. And it's like, oh, shit. (laughs) I am getting older and my body doesn't respond the same and I like my sleep. I appreciate my sleep a lot more, you know, the older I'm getting. Okay. And I think when you're younger, you just do anything to like not sleep and staying out till like 6am is like the coolest thing ever. And now I literally couldn't think of anything worse, but let's flip the switch. Somebody said, I just, I just turned 20 and I'm divorced. Definitely never thought this. Like, You see what I mean about the different chapters in life. Okay, being married and already divorced at 20. Sorry, I don't mean it in like a bad way. That was just your journey. And I think everything happens for a reason, girl. Like, you know, I'm not saying anything's too young or too old to do anything, but you just have so much of your life ahead of you that I'm really hoping you're maybe seeing this separation as a blessing So you can just discover yourself because you've only lived so much life at 20 and not that there's any difference between being 20 and what, my age, 26. Like, you know, but there is just so much life left to live and so much to see and so much to experience and so much to learn about yourself that I hope you're not seeing this in a negative way. Um, I know it's so much easier said than done, but that just goes to show like, yeah, everyone, is on their own journey. And they're all just like polar opposites. Um, Somebody else said, everyone is busy 24 seven. See friends once a year, lol. Oh my God, when I was at lunch earlier with Jack and um, Connor, this was what Jack said his point was. I feel like when you're younger and you're like in school and you ask your parents to do something and they're just like, oh, if we've got time and you're just thinking, what do you mean if we've got time? Because all you, a sort of like not all your worries are it's just like school <laughs> and like homework and it's like well of course I'll have time but yeah as you get older like you just prioritize different things you kind of treasure your time like a bit more and yeah every you're always busy everyone's busy um but yeah, which is something that you don't really think would happen. You think your friends are like forever and you'll always hang out with your friends. And I always think to my mum and dad, like, why don't they hang out with their friends like all the time? Like, that's what I'm going to be doing. But it's like, it, that's just not, not the way that life goes. And I feel like that's something that's kind of common for most people as you get older. But maybe it's not. Maybe I'll be hanging out with my friends till I'm 60, like every weekend, having wine and lunch. And I kind of hope that's the way that it goes, you know, but... Yeah, I totally agree with that one. Everyone is just, including myself, feeling just so busy. I feel like I need to stop sort of trying to relate to like every point and just read out all of these points because there are so many. So I feel like I'm just gonna power through like all of these and maybe just say a little bit about them if it applies. But somebody said the expectation of having to have your life together by 25. Completely agree. Pressure from family to get a proper job and meet a significant other, it's annoying. Again, this is why this time of year it's like, ugh. You're like reuniting with family that maybe you don't see all the time and like they're always the questions because that's what they were doing at your age. It's so fucking annoying. Somebody said, the filter goes and you prioritize yourself and accept yourself. Friend circle is smaller but better. Completely agree. You The older you get, the more you realize like surface level shit just like doesn't matter even when it comes to your appearance as well, and the older you get, the more you realize that you do just want someone that loves you for you, not like what you look like. And when you're younger, that's kind of what you focus on. So I feel like that's why I like to stay, I, I, I said this earlier to my friends, like I kind of want to be single until I'm like 30 something where I've like lived my life, got everything out of my system that I want to do. I kind of am who I am for most part, like at that age. So therefore, now I'm looking for someone to, like, settle down with if that is, in fact, what I want to do. But who knows? I'm speaking into the future and I just might not have that mindset at that age. Um, somebody said the anxiety about not finding your passion. Again, I agree with that one as well. I feel so envious of the people that, like, have found their passion and are, like, thriving with it. But again everything takes time, everything happens for a reason, Um, just because you've not found it yet, and maybe other people in your life have, that doesn't mean you're not going to find it ever, okay, so don't give up, and keep going, somebody said small town energy, people getting into relationships, there's nothing more to do, that's why I moved out of my hometown, like it just felt claustrophobic, and I felt there was more to life, you know, there's definitely things you can do about that one, Again, somebody said "Little, f- how little fucks you give about everyone else compared to being a teenager. Isn't it crazy? Like I look back at when I was younger and just think like why on earth did I care about that that sort of shit? Like God, like the bigger picture is just crazy and that shit does not matter at all. Uh, I feel like we can all relate to this. Well, not all, but again, one that always plays on everyone's minds around this this age. So many friends are having kids, getting houses, but I feel, but I still feel so young. You should be th- sort of loving that, okay? Like, if you're still feeling young, live like you're young, you know? That's what I said. I, I think my problem is that mentally I don't feel the age that I am, but I think that's okay. There's no, we need to accept that there's no timeline for our own lives. The only timeline that we've come up with in our head is just the ones that other people have, and we're just comparing ourselves, so if you're still feeling so young, amazing, live your best life, girl, a lot of people saying about the quarter-life crisis at 25, again, I think that's just something that we can all relate to if you get, get to that, so many people saying, like, I still feel like I'm 15 sometimes, love it, like, we need to be thriving in that energy. So many people saying how hard it is to find someone today and be ready for a relationship. <sighs> Absolutely. But rem- we've got to take into consideration that so much has like happened to make it more difficult. Like we've been through a whole pandemic. People have gotten so comfortable with their own Space and being on their own because we were forced to for like a year of like just staying inside and being unable to socialize. Dating apps are just kind of dry and you know, going out and so much accessibility, so much exposure to so many people. Like, our parents did not have this, did not have Instagram, did not have exposure to so many faces. Isn't it like scientifically proven that our brain is not programmed to? be exposed to so many different faces and people that no wonder people find it hard to be in a relationship because we always just think the grass is greener because, you know, we can we have access to so many people. We don't allow ourselves to just be happy with what we have and focus on what we've got and just, yeah, it's, it's crazy, but you're absolutely not alone. And I think it is really hard these days to find someone to date and be ready for a relationship because... Because of those factors. So, like, don't put the pressure on yourself and think it's you. Like, just take a breath and remember, we've been through a fucking lot. Times are so different. It is going to be difficult. But that doesn't necessarily mean that it's impossible, okay? The right person is there. It's just fucking hard to find them at the moment, all right? It's like... <laughs> it's like it's, it's foggy. The dating scene is so hard foggy i can't see i can't navigate but they are there somewhere okay of course they are somebody said i no longer feel the need to please people now i'm 30 absolutely um someone said yeah caring less about what people think life gets so much better with age way happier at 25 than i ever was at 21 22 people are wait people are all in different stages of life absolutely Um, It can be quite hard to navigate where you should be as everyone is in different stages, yes. But, you know, I'm hoping that we've covered a few um, reassuring points to, like, change that mindset. Um, What else are people saying? Realizing who your real friends actually are as you get older, absolutely. Um, How lonely it can be when you don't enjoy going out every weekend. I feel like, yes, that is something I've also realized. But then... As you get older, I think you sort of begin to enjoy the little things a little bit more, you know? Um, and I think there's less pressure to no, not less pressure, but I feel like there's more freedom to go out and like find a passion or a hobby or just like something that interests you without feeling like embarrassed. Why was it embarrassing to like do a club like after school? I don't know why that was a thing. Like when you were 18, if you said that you did like ballroom dancing, everyone would be like, ha! <laughs> fucking loser but now like if I bumped into someone and they said to me that they do like a bull ball dancing class on a Thursday I'd be like where the fuck are you doing that sign me up that sounds like fun do you know what I mean so yes it may feel lonely but you know don't limit your activities to just thinking that oh the weekends I just have to go out you can be doing other things that might be you might get more enjoyment out of you might meet new people might meet new friends um you see, just opening doors. I'm trying to stick to the more positive ones, okay? Because I want this podcast to end on like a positive note. Um, So somebody said learning more about myself, setting boundaries and getting more comfortable in my body. I love that. Somebody said how okay I am about turning 30. Love that. I think I hopefully will feel the same. I really, really want to be in a mindset turning 30 that I'm just like, I'm ready and you know, I'm excited. About it. I want to be 30, flirty, and thriving, you know? Um, Someone said, the older I've got, the more I've realized that you don't always have to agree to drinking alcohol if you don't want to. Love that for you. Um, Let's find some other good ones. Someone said, how much I prefer a night in with drinks, friends, and good food than being in a club. And I totally agree. I was talking about this with someone the other day of just how. I don't know, as you get older, I think you do want to be like a bit more um, established in a sense of if it's like relationships and stuff that you're looking for and you're thinking like, right, I'm at an age now where I think I do want that for myself. I do want to find a partner. You just realize the clubs aren't the place to do it. I would love to hear stories about people that have met their partner like in a club or a bar, like send me a message on the Rated R podcast. Like I want to hear it. But I just feel like, A club, especially a club, like a nightclub, you're not going there realistically to find a partner. Um, A nightclub, the music is so loud you can't hear. So you already know that you're not going to like try and converse with someone because you're not even gonna be able to hear what they're saying or like get to know someone. Nightclubs I think are, you go there to be judged off your looks essentially or what you're wearing and stuff because that's all you can do is just dance and look at people, and maybe just, like, shout in someone's ear, being like, you are all right? Like, what's your number? What? Like, that kind of thing. And maybe you'll meet up afterwards. But yeah, I know, the settings that are a lot more intimate, a bar, like, I don't know, I, yeah, I think as you get older, you realise if that's what you're after, they're not the places to do it, and the other places actually become, like, a lot more fun. Although, don't get me wrong, I do love a good nightclub sometimes, but I'm not going there with any intention of like bettering my life per se. Oh, somebody said I'm 26 and I feel like my life's just started. I love that for you. And I kind of agree to some extent. I feel like each year that you get older, maybe it's like you don't wanna feel shit about getting older that you subconsciously say like this is gonna be the best year ever. And when you have that positive mental attitude yeah, it really does reflect into your life. Um, Somebody said, I've still never been in a relationship, but I wouldn't have it any other way. And again, I completely agree with that for sure. A lot of you guys are saying the similar sort of things. Um, But somebody said, you stop being desperate for shit like love, friendship and career. You start to value yourself and you just know what will be, will be. That's such a great and like, Inspiring mindset to have, and I completely agree. Somebody said I'm happier and in better shape in my late twenties than I ever have been in my life. Love that for you. are um, oh, as much as I really wanted to do the positive ones, there are like a lot of negatives, which, or just like they're not necessarily negatives, okay? But then maybe more the like downside ones that I know people like will relate to. So maybe I'll do a few of them and then and then we'll end on a good note because I want you guys to get some answers and to know that like other people are going through the same things. Um, Some people said how hard it is to make friends, which it's always been hard to make friends, I think, unless you're just one of those people that does it, like, super, super easily. But I think at any stage in your life, like, making friends is always a little bit nerve-wracking and harder. But I actually think the older you get, the kind of easier it is to make friends, because you just don't care, really, about, like, the stupid stuff i don't know like i feel like when you're younger you're very just like critical and judgy maybe of who you want to be your friends and stuff and i think as you get older like for example like if you if i'm i've been in situations where i'm going out for a drink with my friend and they're like oh do you mind if i bring so and so from work like you'll love her and i'm just like okay sure and then by the end of the night we're all literally like the best of friends like i love doing things like that um and especially with people that have like different jobs to me i just yeah i just love meeting new people and making friends like that. And I think as you get older, you just care less about, you know, who's invited to what and you know, it would be like, oh, I wanna do something with her, but not her and like, oh, just such stupid childish games when you're younger that when you're older, you realize actually more the merrier. Let's meet new people and yeah, make these new friends. A lot, a lot, a lot of you are saying about the lonely thing, which, it's actually gonna be the final like negative point that I talk about before we go back to positive because already I'm feeling sad about it. But so many of you about saying that you just didn't realize how lonely it would be. Somebody said, um, no one warns you that the time between leaving home and settling down can feel so lonely. And again, I can completely agree and relate to that. And it's so, and but there must be something we can do. Like all of you guys are sending in, well, not all of you, but so many of you saying how much pressure you feel to live alone and have a partner or just like, that, and that you haven't done that and that you're just on your own and that you're feeling lonely and that these mid 20 years, if you're, if you're not with someone, just feel so lonely. Like we've, we, is there a way to make a giant group chat or something? <sighs> Cause we're all in the same boat. Like, is there, I don't know what we can do about that. And it makes me so sad because I wish there was like one answer, but there's not like to fix that. But I'm really, really hoping it gives you some reassurance that you are absolutely not the only person that feels that way. And if you are, like, I pray that there's someone in your life that you can reach out to, to just be like, look, I'm just feeling a bit lonely at the moment, like, can we just grab a coffee or just like something like that? Like, oh, I wish there was something more that we can do, but I feel like that's why social media just is, just like what it is, if that makes sense because it's an escape for a lot of people and it does make you feel less alone like you can connect with people over the internet which is crazy like but also amazing at the same time if there's not people in your actual life that like you have as long as you're being safe like I think internet friends is such like a revolutionary thing that makes people feel less alone like even this podcast right now like if you're listening and we're not even friends, I'm really hoping this makes you feel like we are. And you can always send me a message. Um, even just sending a message sometimes just allows you to feel like you're speaking to someone, like you, but you guys sending in all of these things. I'm really hoping that's sort of helped in some way. And if you're listening right now and have related to any of the points that I've said, I really, really fe- hope that this feels like you've had a conversation with a friend and makes you feel better and less alone. In some way, um, but I'm going to end on a picture that Madison sent me, um, which again I think is a good is a good point to end on because I think we're all going to relate to this. Um, it's just a quote on a TikTok that says, "I think the weirdest thing about being an adult is that everything feels so beautiful yet heartbreaking, and life altering yet insignificant, and hard." yet easy, and loving, yet lonely, constantly, always, and 24 seven. And if that doesn't just sum up literally everything you guys have just have sent into me, everything that I was like trying to say at the beginning, like that's just that's just hit the nail on the head of what it's like being in your mid to late 20s. Um, So I'm going to end on that note. I really hope you guys enjoyed this episode. We've been talking for nearly an hour and I feel like I could have just kept going with some of the things that you guys sent in. But just know that a lot of you guys said the same thing. So you're not alone in that sense. Um, We're all going through it. We're all on this big giant boat together. But yeah, I hope this episode has somehow made you feel like a little bit better about it. Maybe inspired you to have a different outlook on if you were feeling shit (laughs) about it. Um, But yeah, let me know if you want me to do similar episodes like this, I promise. We're gonna pick up the, uh, what's, what's the word I'm trying to say? Pick up the, pick up the, what am I trying to say? The energy, the vibes, okay? We're going to do more positive vibes. Christmas is coming, you guys, okay? I don't want to, every week, it be like, it's the start of the week, it's a Monday, and Rachel's podcast is about something depressing. Like, no, no, no. We want to pick it up, but I think it is important to talk about these relatable topics and reassure us all that we're not alone. We're all going through it together. I know they help me, and they're therapeutic for me, Like I said, this podcast is low-key turning into like my therapy session for me and I hope maybe for you guys too. I hope it helps. I always hope my podcast episodes help unless I'm doing an interview and we're talking about like, well, actually I was gonna say like dildos and shagging, but that might help. You never know. Anyway, love you guys. Have an amazing rest of the week and I'll see you next Monday.